Hello friends, my name is Dane Miller. And I'm Niall Spain. And we're your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky sexy situations and turn them into sexy sticky situations. Simply put, we're a sex and dating advice podcast and we find questions either online from our wonderful listeners and we answer them here in your ears every Monday or we do it on stage and we also do it on Patreon every month. That's correct. We have one more, well, I mean, we have another show coming up. October 26th, Black Sheep, the usual details, 7 p.m. Tickets are available on our website. Just click the link and it'll go, it'll bring you right to the thing. Once again, it's October 26th, Black Sheep in Toronto at 7 p.m. We've got some custom cocktails going on tonight. We've got a little special food deal to can dine for 69. Or not even two, multiple people can dine for 69. It's going to be a lot of fun. General audience and by that i mean every single person who's come has been really cool it's a lot of fun we'd love to have you there so please reserve now it's a great way to spend a thursday night and tickets are only ten dollars yeah so it's not bad and patreon if you want to support us head over there patreon.com forward slash f buddies and please help us keep this show going now enough about us time for some questions I'm going to start us off. This is by SadGirl0810. This guy and I have been friends with benefits for about 1.5 years now. Oh, sorry. The title is My 27-Year-Old Female Friends with Benefits, 26-Year-Old Male, Finishing Faster Than Normal. We've been friends with benefits for 1.5 years now. We met on Facebook dating a couple years ago, and we actually worked at the same place before that. So we started hanging out after we talked a little bit. We've never been on dates or anything. We only hook up, and that's it. But I've noticed I've maybe started catching feelings not too long ago. But I'm perfectly okay with our relationship and what it is right now. He has always lasted like the perfect amount of time before finishing during sex, and we've always had really good sex. We're super comfortable with each other and have a great rhythm. But the last two times we've had sex, he's finished a lot sooner than he normally does. Before this, we could get like three positions in and do all of them for a good amount of time. Now we'll start off in one position, and he'll finish after doing that position for a couple minutes. Not disappointed or anything. I love having sex with him and just spending time with him. I just feel like he gets upset with himself and feels bad. We haven't really talked about it because we were all friends with benefits, so I don't know if I should mention it all. I don't know why he's finishing earlier than usual either. Could he just be more into it and starting to be more attracted to me? Like, can guys in these kind of situations come faster if they're catching feelings? I definitely think that I come easier the more attached I am to a person. That's a personal thing. I don't know if it's a universal thing, but I I certainly like sex becomes a far more visceral experience for me the more I become attached to a person. So that could be one of the things. There's also a number of reasons why people can come faster than usual. Perhaps he's, you know, stopped masturbating and therefore is more sensitive. Perhaps he is having less sex outside of your relationship. Mm -hmm. So again, is a little bit more sensitive. I don't know. He also could have gotten his head the first time. And now every time he's like, shit, don't come. And like, your dick's an asshole. So if you're like, don't come, it's gonna be like, wait, you want to come? Is it time to come, sir? Okay. I don't know if it's necessarily important to bring up his the duration or the speed, but I think it is certainly, there's no harm in just saying afterwards being like, that was great. Like, if you're not upset with the fact that it's lasting 
less amount of time. You know what I mean? If he's finishing Mm -hmm. faster, if that doesn't bother you and you're still feeling satisfied and you're still feeling, you know, good about all of it, there's no harm in saying like, Hey, that was really great. That was, you know, that, that was fantastic. Like giving some positive reinforcement. If you notice that he's kind of beating himself up about his stamina, just reassuring him in a, like not in a way of bringing notice to it. Like, don't be like, Hey, don't worry about lasting. Don't worry that you came quick. It was great. Because that sounds sort of condescending or just like it it sounds like you're saying it because you feel like you have Mm -hmm. to say it. Whereas like if you just roll over and just be like, hey, high five, that was fucking great. And and like not mention the duration. I think that's going to do wonders for his self-esteem, even if it doesn't make him necessarily last longer. It's going to reduce the stress. Yeah, the, the, you know, his like shitty feeling or, or the fact that he does seem bummed out by his his stamina. Well, it makes me really sad that she's like, oh, he beats himself up. About it. He's upset about it. But then she's like, we don't talk about it, though, because we're just friends with benefits. It's like you you can talk. What? what? Like that's doing it wrong. Yeah. I mean, it's it's falling into the trap of being like, oh, we're friends with benefits. So we don't like we can't show affection for one of each yeah. other, like one another or consideration or communicate about sex, which like, hey, those two last things you fully have to do. Yeah. If your whole relationship is just sex. You then, need to be able to communicate about it. Yeah. So it's like you need to shed that sort of idea. And like it's a universal problem of being like, oh, we're friends with benefits. We're just hooking up. We're fuck buddies. So like yeah. it's just sex. So I don't need to do anything beyond that. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, like we've talked about it before that like casual doesn't mean cold. Um, yes. And you can have sex with someone. and You can have just a sexual relationship and still be attentive and affectionate and caring yes. for your partner. And I would say that in order to do so in a healthy manner and a positive manner, you need to be doing those things. Yes. I honestly don't think you're having a good sexual, casual experience if you're not. Because, like, you're not even having a good human encounter if you're not. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird to me that people would, like, have a certain, like, base level amount of, like, care and compassion for people they bump into on the street, but be like, oh, can't have that with the person I'm fucking. But yeah, it's this weird hang up that we have that like, oh, we can't possibly show that we're human beings who care about each other in in like various stages of dating. You know what I mean? It's like it's why we had that stupid fucking bullshit like, oh, you have to wait three days before you call her. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because like you heaven forbid the person that you're interested in thinks that you might be interested in them. And then also like the flip side of people being like, he messaged me right away. He's needy or he's desperate. It's like it's such I'm glad we got rid of that. But honestly, I think it's the only reason we got rid of it is because we have transitioned into a society where like everything is immediate, right? Like we have instant communication. And I think we've gone the opposite direction of being like, he hasn't texted me in three days. Right. Also, judging from some of the questions we see out there, it's not gotten rid of. I just I think it's for sure. Yeah. I just think the like the now I think it's people expect Instead of people being like, oh, it's it's three days, you have a like it's almost reversed and like your time frame is now shorter. And if you wait too long, then you've missed your chance mm-hmm. as opposed to being like, oh, you literally have to like I can't imagine. I still can't imagine dating prior to text messaging. That would be hell. Imagine literally having to call someone. Yeah. To I date. Like fucking call someone at their home. <laughs> yeah. Just being like, like, hello, person that I met at a bar. We talked for maybe 15 minutes and you gave me your number and now I'm calling you. 
yeah. unannounced. Oh, that this sounds... is this is the roommate. Okay, are they there? Could you put them on? I'm tell her I'm the guy from the bar. Or oh, yeah. it's their it's her parents. Great. Let's not speak about where she knows me from. Just pass yeah. her on. I don't listen on the other line, please. Yeah, that whole idea. But like, hey, maybe that would have made us. Maybe that everything was less weird. Maybe things were easier that way because like you had one way to contact people and that was it, right? There was no like. There was no. Oh, they emojis. they saw my message. No emojis. They, people weren't like, wait, is that sexual pizza slice or a normal pizza slice? <laughs> There's no like, you know, misreading texts or tone, right? Because you're talking. So it's like, if someone's like, hey, do you want to go grab a drink or says something flirty? At least it's a little more obvious than being like, mm-hmm. she keeps saying these things, but I don't know. I don't know how she's saying them. Maybe phone conversations really were the superior form of dating communication. I feel like back in the day, people weren't as anxious to answer the phone either. So like, maybe it's just because you weren't able to because you didn't have any other options. So maybe it would be nice. Because yeah. I fucking hate when my phone rings. Oh, yeah. No, I, there's a list of maybe like five or six people that I will answer the phone. And it's with all them. me. It is just Niall five times. Niall mm-hmm. and then my parents. That's it. Now, the other thing I have to say about this is I think she's reaching with the, mm, is he coming sooner because he likes me? And I feel like she's not necessarily cool with where things are, even though she said it. She caught feelings and she's hoping this is a secret, low effort way of her to figure out whether she he's actually into her. And I think yeah. that way lies a fool's embrace. Yes, trying to discern someone's emotional attachment to you through the speed sexual- at which they ejaculate. And like sexual like chemistry is like I I could fuck someone with the same fervor and passion and enjoyment and and enthusiasm as someone I'm going to have sex with once because it was a, you know, a romantic sort of like sexual tryst that like just kind of happened out of nowhere as I could fuck someone I've been with for years. So it's difficult to say. And I think trying to discern that kind of information is, as Niall said, a fool's errand. And if I believe you do, I said a fool's embrace, a which fool's makes no sense. Doesn't make any sense. I was trying to dig you out of that hole. And no, I, I want to own the hole. You know what I mean? I want to own my hole. I'm proudly standing in this hole that I've made. And I deserve to be. Okay, great. At least you own something, because as millennials, we will <laughs> never own anything. <laughs> it's about all I got. So if you do like this person, tell them. If you don't want things to change, don't look for weird signs where there aren't any. Yeah, like that's I mean, this is the frustrating thing of being like if everyone was just upfront and stopped the wishy washy games of like, I don't want to reveal my hand because blah, blah. It's like, just fucking do what you're going to do. And like, if it's not going to work out, it's not going to work out. You're only delaying the inevitable and stopping yourself from progressing in a relationship that you might want anyway. Like if you're with this person and you like them and deep down, you do want to get into a a real relationship with them or like an exclusive relationship or an elevated relationship outside of just being a fuck buddy. Like all you're doing, like by not sort of engaging in that or progressing that all you're doing is like spinning your wheels. And it's like, sure, you get to keep having sex with this person, but if they don't want to go where you want to go, eventually that's going to catch up to you. And you have now not pursued other people who Mm -hmm. might want the same thing as you. And it's probably going to hurt more at that point because you're putting more into it the entire time. Yeah. So just 
be honest with yourself, be honest with your partners, be upfront with your partners. And when things change, like that's why we always talk about like how every relationship is dynamic and you can't just have one conversation and be like, great, that's it. We've done it. We've had the conversation and that's going to be the baseline for the rest of our relationship and nothing's ever going to change. Like having a constant conversation and checking in with your partners, regardless of the nature of your relationship is the way to have a successful relationship. Because eventually something will change for someone. It's why we break up. It's why we move on. It's why we find new partners. It's why like the first person you hook up with isn't probably going to be the last person you hook up with. Yep. So, you know, be honest with yourself, be honest with your partner, and don't be afraid to have conversations when things start changing on your end. This is, oops, I'm horny again. How often do you stop sex? This is a 20-year-old female and a 21-year-old male. Me and my boyfriend, have a very healthy, no pressure, you can always stop and say no, dynamic, which both of us have communicated about and upheld. But I still can't shake a strong feeling of guilt every time I stop sex in the middle of things. Last night it happened where we were having sex and it felt good, but then it started to head down a path of not feeling so great anymore and even kind of uncomfortable. My boyfriend noticed and I had gotten quiet, asked if I was okay, and I asked if we could stop. So we did. And even though he stopped immediately and was totally fine, I still felt really guilty since I knew he had, he had been enjoying himself especially when he went to go take care of himself. I really felt like I had failed or something. So how common is this for people, especially couples who have been together longer? How often do you put things to a halt to sex as it's happening? And then they said, because everyone keeps suggesting it, yes, we we were using lube. We pretty much always use lube. It, during, like stopping sex during sex. I think the only time I've ever done that is if I have either started going too soon after the last time or I'm too drunk and I'm not going to come and it's really hot. But by then they've probably finished. So I stop it guilt free apart from just being like, damn, I want to come. And that happens very, very rarely. Well, have you ever had a partner? Because you're talking about yourself. Yeah. No, not really. Because I've had a few people be like, ooh, we need to stop. Sometimes it's been very toxic in that nature. As I think I've talked about the time where someone just kept being like, ooh, stop, stop, stop. And I've stopped and then they got angry that I wasn't like just persistently hard and ready to start at a a moment's notice. So it's like I've had that. But like I've also had partners be like, "Ooh, we need to we've either hit a spot that like it has does not feel good or, you know, any number of reasons. I've had I've had a couple partners who have needed to sort of like tap out and, and take a break or stop for any number of reasons. I understand the impulse of being like, I've let you down. But at no point in time does it seem like the boyfriend like. This all seems to be perceived and yeah. not importantly. Yeah. Like it doesn't seem like the, like you seem to make a, a point to be like your boyfriend's fine with it. You guys have communicated repeatedly about it and he doesn't seem to shame you for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's there could be a little bit of tact of being like, if you stop sex, I'm not going to immediately like wander off and go jerk off. Like, I think like I as an adult can handle the fact of being like, OK, you need a second to relax. and like. I'm not going to be like, I, well, I'm almost, you know, I was in the middle of sex, so I need to like go come. Yeah, I guess it all depends on like what she said or like maybe he was like, do you mind? Or I don't know. Like we don't know the situation. It also could be an agreement if they've regularly stopped sex, you know, but yes, I, it does seem a little strange, but I also appreciate that she doesn't seem to mind that. So that's the thing is like, and look, if, if at the end of the day, that is the issue. If you feel guilty because he does have to go and like go jerk off and take care of himself, you could be like, hey, you know, it's sort of like, I don't know necessarily you have to ask him to not do it, but let him know that like, you know, you guys are a couple, you guys are a community of couple, you guys have made this agreement to be like, hey, 
you know, lately I've been feeling kind of bummed and like I failed and I'm, you know, disappointing you when you go and jerk off after. And I'm really sorry. You know what I mean? Like just communicating that. And again, not being like, I want you to stop or whatever, but letting him know how you feel is the first step in sort of addressing that. And because like, maybe all he has to say is like, Hey, I don't mind. Like, it's fine. We've dealt with this. We've come to this agreement. I agree with you and it's fine. I just, you know, I'm horny and I want to come. Yeah. And also like, we've talked about this with men where like, you know, if you come early or whatever, it's like, you know, just kind of roll over and like, well, that's it. If you feel guilty and you're only unwilling to continue because of something unrelated to, you know, like what I'm saying is you, if you feel guilty, you have hands in the mouth. Like maybe that's something you could do. If it is the case that you don't feel like it anymore, obviously don't. But if you feel yeah. this guilt, like, you know what I mean? That is an option. I don't know if the reason they're not talking about that is because whatever caused them to stop in the first place wants them to stop everything, which is totally valid. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But, you know, if it's just you can't do penetrative sex, there are other options. Yeah, exactly. If you if you start feeling uncomfortable, you know, vaginally and through penetrative sex, as Nile just said, it's like, yes, you can definitely be like, hey, do you mind if I finish you with my hand? Do you mind if I finish you with my mouth? Like, you know, it's not doing it for me anymore, but I would like to do it for you. That's great. That's fine. I don't think yeah. anyone like I've again, I've had partners who have done that been like, you know, I'm starting to get a little overwhelmed. Can I finish you with my mouth? And I'm like, I've had sex. And now you're giving me a probably another blowjob because we probably started with a blowjob. I was like, I'm not going to say no to that. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> That's great. Sure. And, and again, especially I, like if the end goal is to come and you make me yeah. come, I'm not going to be like, well, it wasn't vaginal. No, yeah, it, exactly. Especially if the other alternative is just me making me come, which is not quite as fun. Or like making you continue to have sex when you're not feeling comfortable. Yes. Like, that from, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think it's part. you need to know that this for me, if someone was to be like, hey, there might be times where. I get overwhelmed or it might feel uncomfortable and I may need to stop having sex. And I will let you know when that happens. For me, that would make me trust my partner a lot more. For sure. Right? I would rather a partner let me know that than me have to be like guessing because she seems like she's not enjoying herself. And then like second guessing myself being like, are you sure you're okay? Because like Mm -hmm. the second that instinct comes over me, sex no longer. Oh, yeah. That's the least sexy thing. Now, like. I think any good person is going to be chill with you saying this, especially if it's, you know, sporadic. If it's all the time, I think they'll still be good with it. But I do think then you have a different problem where you probably need to go to a doctor or revisit your approach. Yeah. Or at the very least, like, again, if it's not a thing where you no longer want to have sex, it's more of a physical sensation where you no longer like it doesn't feel good anymore so you don't want to do it anymore then you need you do need i think you should have like a backup plan of being like hey if it happens here's what i'm comfortable doing mm-hmm. and again it can change from time to time to time to like instance to instance like uh, we're not saying it's like the second you tap out you have to give them a blowjob or you have to make no. them come but if as now said like if it's a recurring problem i think one it, again as now said maybe go to the doctor and see what could be causing this because or at least explore your options like if you know it happens because of x are there other ways you could do x are you doing x correctly you know yeah i like i because i remember uh, i used to have a partner who loved doggy style but for whatever reason if we had sex on a couch it like fucked her up like it, the angle that we were both at in terms of mm-hmm. our bodies like it would feel really good for her for like 45 seconds and then after a bit she was like this sucks 
<laughs> so we we weren't sure if it was like a one-time thing and then it just you know we did it like two or three times and we were just like okay couch sex just off the table it doesn't yeah. work for us and that's so, the thing like angles angles can be very important you know what i mean lube uh, very important maybe you're using the wrong type of lube for you i don't know maybe it's expired maybe you're allergic to something like i don't know but there are always options and if something is happening regularly probably a sign that something's wrong and it's worth looking into depending on what the sensation is like perhaps you're using like try latex free condoms because yeah. i know like even though i have a latex sensitivity i know that but like i used to have sex with latex condoms for a very long time and i just kind of like dealt with it and like i could to this day like i probably could throw on a latex condom and be okay mm-hmm. like i could get through it so like it could just be a you know days where that sensation and that sensitivity is a little bit more yeah. noticeable and unbearable than mm-hmm. other times so like switch up your condoms like there's there's a lot like, of like fine tuning and checking and like maybe start keeping a little bit of a sex diary and be like you know yeah. i had to tap out in doggy style this time and you know because and like maybe make a little like mental note on your phone or whatever of just being mm-hmm. like and see if there's a consistent thing is it like does it only happen like a week before your period yeah. or after your period or mm-hmm. during your period? Is it certain positions? Is it certain like, you know, temperature? Like, yeah. Try Have you had things. sex three times in the last day when it happens? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just keep an eye and figure it out. A lot of people are scared to do like sexual diagnostic work. A lot of people think that like, you know, we're, we're taught that like it's sex and it's mm-hmm. great and it feels good. And if it doesn't, you're wrong and no one wants to be wrong. So we just kind of like, covers their eyes you know it's like a see no evil hear no evil thing and just like put their head down and just like sex well i literally used condoms that were too small for me for so long and i used to have a painful ring around my dick from where it like clamped on and i was just like yeah that's how it happens that's it and then one day tried bigger ones and dear god it's amazing yeah so i i don't know honestly if i had moved to canada i probably never would have even like changed that because like I don't know. There's just more of like a selection as far as I'm aware of like condoms when you go into like growth, like pharmacies. Mm-hmm. So I was like, damn, look at all these. I'm like, I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. Don't be afraid to take an opportunity to sort of like figure things out. And like if it like I said, if it does take just making a note in your phone and sort of like jotting down some details to figure it out, do it. If anyone's like, oh, it's weird that you have a sex thing on your phone. It's like, no, it's not. Guess what? We've got the perfect defense for you. They go, wait. Why does it say bent over sore pussy here? And you say it's actually a fuck buddies title. Yeah, I'm just making a list of all my favorite fuck episodes. buddies episodes. Yeah, yeah. And then if they don't, if they look them up and they're like, wait, that's not there, you say it's the Patreon. You have to join to check them out. And then if they join to prove you wrong, we don't even care because at that point they're supporting us and they deserve to be right. Yeah, at that point we've got their money, suckers. Yeah. All right, ready? This is by Milvingston. How feasible is it that a guy would ask a girl to be his girlfriend just to get her to have sex with him? I've heard of some guys lying and telling a girl they love slash really like her just to have sex with her then ghost her. But asking someone to be in a relationship seems like a bit much. My guy friend said that the average guy would be willing to ask a girl to be his girlfriend just to sleep with her though, which makes me really paranoid. How feasible is that? I mean, I'm sure there are dudes who do it. Well, like, you know, how feasible is it for someone to lie about their age or their name or their occupation or, you know, I mean, it's like all those things we've had questions about and not just like, oh, the guy said he was a banker when he's actually, you know, like a busser at a restaurant. 
It's like, no, people have like constructed massive, you know, crazy yeah. ideas of like, like there's that person who was like a researcher or some shit, right? Like, I don't remember what it was, but it was like, the dude was just like, oh, I'm actually a janitor, but she think they think I'm a lawyer. Remember that guy? Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's like, yes, like, are people, are there people out there willing to lie? Are there people who like get lost in the sauce and accident? Yes, absolutely. It's, is it possible? Sure. Is it realistic or something you should be worried about? Probably not. Maybe, but like, Pro- probably I not. I feel like if one, I don't think you should get in a relationship if you haven't slept with someone. Yep. That's a wild thing to do because chances are that's a, you're getting in a relationship after like a couple weeks or maybe a month, which is also a bad idea. Yep. Like, even if you are fucking. Don't become boyfriend and girlfriend until you really get a good sense of who that person is. So take your time. And if you don't want to have sex until you are dating someone, then that's fine. But then be ready to sort of like expedite that dating process, which is going to be a bad scene. And if someone then sleeps with you because they you're the only way to sleep with you is to become your boyfriend and then isn't sexually satisfied or doesn't have you don't have the sexual chemistry and then break up with you don't then treat it as like oh people just want to date me to fuck me it's like no people have to date you to fuck you and that is crucial information to stay in a relationship with someone like yes you might just be bad at sex (laughs) yeah like i i wouldn't date someone that i haven't had sex with no but if the requirement to have sex with you is to date you then perhaps like i also wouldn't date someone that I didn't have sexual chemistry with or compatibility with. So if yeah, I'm so then if like for some reason you did end up liking someone enough and for some reason ended up dating them before you fucked them and then you fucked them and that wasn't there, you would break up with them. I'm not a bad person for being like, hey, our yeah, sexual chemistry working. ain't there and I don't see this going any further. That doesn't make me a bad person and it doesn't mean that I've lied to you. You've yeah. just set up a barrier that limits my full sort of knowledge of how well we are compatibly suited to one another yeah and the thing is what i love about this question is there is a surefire way to get past it and that is don't fuck someone unless you want to fuck them right so it's like if you're like oh i'm only gonna fuck you because we're boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever like that's when you get used you know what i mean It's like you get used when you're having sex for not the reasons you want to be. You know what I mean? If you're putting up these weird barriers, I don't know. It's If you just want to have sex with someone, you have sex with them and then they go. Sure, maybe it sucks, but also at least you've gotten what you wanted out of that experience. If you don't want to have sex with them, you're not going to feel used because you're not going to have sex with them. Yes. You know what I mean? Like you shouldn't have sex with someone just because they're your boyfriend or just to make them your boyfriend or just because it's been three dates or because you feel like it or because they bought dinner or because they're, you know, you should only do it if you want to do it. So it's like, this is such a weird like thing for me. Cause you're putting sex on such a weird pedestal and it doesn't even seem like you necessarily want it. Right. And your fear is that people want it so badly. And you're like, Oh no, like just have sex with people if you want to. Yeah. That's it. Yep. That's you know? it. That's the one. This is major Baker. I female 19 year old only likes five minutes sex. I, female, only like sex when it doesn't last long. I enjoy the foreplay more than the actual deed. Don't get me wrong, while having sex, I enjoy it. And I know what I like, and I know how to make a man stimulate me to come. But my problem is that I like to come straight away. And after I come, I'm bored and want to finish. My boyfriend comes straight away because he knows I get bored. and never complains, but I feel like he will get bored of me for having sex for only certain durations. I guess I'm looking for some advice on how to keep my sex drive high and last longer, and maybe someone who can relate. 
It feels strange to me that they're divorcing foreplay from sex. Yes. Because it's not just like, it's not just, oh, now the dick's in, that's sex. Foreplay is sex. It's part mm-hmm. of sex. The only reason it has a different name is because sometimes we need to tell people to make sure to do that part. Yeah. It's, so, like, you're not just having sex for five minutes. You're fucking for five minutes. And it's like, if he's coming, I like how you're like, oh, he chooses to come because he knows. He's coming because he's coming. You don't really have much choice in the matter. You know what I mean? I mean, unless he is, like, just kind of, like, pounding away to come and, like, isn't enjoying it. You know what I mean? Because, like, I could come and not necessarily enjoy the experience. Yes, but like not on the regular, I don't think. You know what I mean? I guess if the alternative is like we start having sex, she comes and then she's like, I'm done. Like this seems literally like the opposite of what the usual problem is. The shitty, the female version of a shitty guy. And I was going to get to that. But I mean, like if he's coming, I can't imagine he has too much say in the matter. Like, yeah, you're right. Maybe he's just like, let's go straight to pound town. Like thrust, 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 come like no art to it. Just like get there as fast as possible maybe he likes that you know what i mean maybe the foreplay is so extended that he's ready to go by that time mm-hmm. maybe he comes more prematurely i don't know but like my point being he probably he only has a certain amount of input there you know what i mean it's not like he can just be like i'm gonna come in seven seconds that's how yeah. it works you know and on top of that it's like he's still doing it and he's coming so these are all signs that he is probably pretty into it but it does worry me that she's like oh once i come on board I thought it was going to be like, oh, once I come, I'm too sensitive and like I don't really want to keep going, which is shitty because it's like I can't really criticize you because that's your body and that's how you're feeling. But if you're yeah, just like, oh, hey, maybe give a fuck about your partner. Yeah. I mean, like, that's that's like, the thing for guy. me is like being like, I want you. I love foreplay. I want you to go down on me. I, I enjoy all that. Granted, I don't know if she means like I like foreplay as like she likes sucking dick and like all that. Like, I don't know I what she not. means by. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what she means by like, I really enjoy foreplay. Like, does that mean you really enjoy taking your partner or taking care of your partner then? Or do you like foreplay when it's being done to you? And then when sex time, it's like, well, I'm done. Because if that's the case, you're a bad sexual partner. Yeah, it's, you're being selfish. And if the problem is here, like, if your boyfriend seems okay, again, like, there's a little bit of truth to what Niall's saying. But like, again, if I just knew that, like, I had five minutes to come before you got bored and just like phoned it in or like yeah yeah if that was the case i would figure out a way to come in those five minutes yeah but like i don't want to have like the nature and the sex i want to have isn't i don't want to be like i have to figure out how to do this no not at all also i want a partner who gives a fuck so some solutions for you try to be a little bit more empathetic and caring about your partner and a little less selfish and if you enjoy foreplay Despite the name of it, it doesn't have to happen at the front of sex, before sex. Mm -hmm. So maybe warm your partner up, warm yourself up, and then have sex for as long as like he needs. And if you know what you need to come like to get off and you enjoy foreplay, maybe he finishes you off after he's come. Yeah. And that way, like he's satisfied sexually and you're then satisfied sexually. And like the problem is moot at that point. Right. You've said like, I love foreplay. Great then do it after your partner has come for the length of time that he would like to have sex. Yeah. And check in. If you're worried that he's bored or whatever, check in. But again, I think you need to do Dane's empathy step before you check in. Because if you check in and be like, hey, I just want to make sure you're cool with it. But like, if you go over five minutes, I'm going to be fucking bored. That sucks. Yeah, that's bad. But it's funny. If this was a guy, I think we'd be a lot more harsh. I feel like I'm being as harsh as I like. I I think this person kind of sucks. Yeah. (laughs) Right. 
you know, and like, I don't think, and I will be that way anytime it seems like a sexual partner doesn't is focusing on them and being like this, I got what I want. And then I don't care. You're a bad sexual partner, regardless of like who you are. Mm -hmm. And also a person, bad person. Yeah. You're a bad person. You're like, Hey, I got to buy a house and I grew up and now there's an entire generation that can't buy homes and I don't care. You suck. Yeah. Yeah. Boomers. Boomers. I wonder how many boomers listen to this. I could probably check. Let's do it. Well, I I won't do it now. See how many people I just offended. I'm sure you're good boomers if you're listening to this. Yeah, you're probably all right. But if you, hey, if you ever think that like, oh, if they just stop buying coffee, they stop buying avocado toast, if they say they could buy a house, we can't. It's literally millions of dollars to buy a home. You did Mm -hmm. not have a million dollars when you bought a home. You you were working a fucking blue collar job with probably no college degree or education. Like a year. And you were able to buy a home, yeah, within like one or two years of working professionally. So Mm -hmm. go fuck yourself. (laughs) Uh, Okay, this is by Down on the Keys. 30-year-old male, 29-year-old female relationship. She tells me she wants to break up but gets mad when I follow through with it. My girlfriend and I have been rocky for a couple of weeks. She finally told me she doesn't feel anything for me anymore, no longer in love with me, and wants to break up. She tells me a lot that I make everything about me, especially on around to go to bed early, for example. Here's a little more detail. She tells me a lot of things I'm doing wrong. Meanwhile, I work on almost seven days a week to keep us afloat. She doesn't work. She's on my insurance, and we live on one income with two expensive rent. I also do majority of house chores, including taking care of the dogs, cooking, cleaning, laundry, etc. Help. What? What's the... Yeah, man, like, if she's like, hey, you're not losing anything here, right? Like, it's not like... No. It's not like, she, like you're she's... you're gaining. Yeah, like, if you're already paying for everything, and she's not doing anything around the house, and she's also like, hey, I don't care about you. Yeah. Then... And she criticizes you on top of that? Yeah. Get rid of her. Because, like, it's not like, oh, no, I don't know if I'll be able to afford rent. You're paying for it. Oh, yeah. no, I don't know if I'll be able to take care of the dogs. You're doing that. Oh, no, yeah. I don't know if I'll have, like, time to, like, I, my mental health and whatever will suffer as a result. It won't. You can go to sleep whenever the fuck you want. Yeah. You're cooking anyway. You're cleaning any Like, you're doing everything that, like. And presumably, you're paying extra for food and shit for this person. So you're actually going to save money. You're going to save money. On top of all of this. And no, you just make be sure to find someone those- who cares about you. With that extra money, don't you dare buy a coffee, though, or you'll never afford a house. I mean, this guy might already have a house. Not if he's buying coffees. Not if, not if he's buying coffee. Not if he's paying for his freeloading, terrible girlfriend. Yeah. Like, what do you mean she gets mad when you follow through? You, I wish you would follow through. Just fucking dump her. There's like, even if this isn't, if this doesn't reflect reality, it still reflects how you feel. And if you feel this way, dump them. If it does reflect reality, dump them. But there's like, no like if someone said to me, hey, I don't care about you anymore. Why would I still date you? No. Well, because really? she gets angry if you try not to, Dane. That's it's so wild to me. <laughs> so wild. Just be like, I'd I don't like, care great, if you're good. Get out. Yeah. I don't care if you're angry. Like you could be angry. That's fine. We're breaking up. Mm-hmm. Feel feel your feelings. But you've told me that you don't care about me. So and also that you want to break up. So just buy, get them out of there. Just do it. I hate that we've had to say so many times you don't need both people to break up lately, but you don't. It's not an agreement you have to come to. You can just be like, yeah, this is done unilaterally. It's great. Yeah. Okay. Now I do have a really important question I want to do before we move into Tinders. Okay. Because I read this Mm -hmm. and I now want to subject you and everyone who listens to it. This is Lava Lamp Chugger 69. You ready for this? I don't think I am. I want you to really 
zero in on this question. All right. Okay. So I want you is to it focus about on chugging what... a lava lamp. Nope. Okay. What are the worst names to have insects? And for a second question, I randomized a name and got Tegan slash Tegan. Now, I didn't say this last time because I didn't really know what it meant, but they do have Tegan slash Tegan as if it's two different names. And I understand if they spelt it differently, but it is spelt also the exact same way. I literally cannot find a way there could be a sex nickname. It's a game of play. Can y'all help? So the worst name to have in sex. What's the worst names to have in sex? Okay, because you said to have sex in, and that yes. hurt my brain. Yeah. And you should be apologetic for inflicting that on everybody. Yeah, I'm sorry. Everyone now- across the city and the world, in fact, just crinkled their brow and looked into the distance, and their brain broke a little bit. I assume it's like the worst name to like call out in bed. I like how you're giving me shit for that, as if what are the worst names to have in sex is any more fucking coherent it is it is better because you can have something while having sex you know what i mean yeah but whereas like you cannot have sex in a name unless it's like mike sexton you know what i mean or are they saying in the name you have to spell the name with your body in the positions i assume it's like worst name to call out in bed but that's me reaching hugely massively why why is it tegan why is it tegan's fine tegan's all right I can think of way worse names to call out in bed. Dilbert. Olga. Oh, well, all our Russian audience right now. Gone. I'm just, yeah. Ursula. Ursula, it's a journey. No one's sleeping with Edith. Right? Like, those are names that, like, would I'm sorry, Edith. I'm joking. It's for the comedy. You know we got mad love for you. I promise you there is an Edith that checks every one of my boxes. I bet there is a spooky, oh, for sure. like, goth librarian Edith out there that I would probably kill everyone for. I assume, I assume you mean spoopy. I can't say that. Spoopy? Yeah. You Why? can't say that. Don't you dare. Yes, I'm sure there are Ediths out there that are incredibly hot, but it does also make me think of grandmas. It does make me, like, Rose? Rose, Rose doesn't bother me that much. Ethel? Yeah, like Ethel. Mildred. Mildred. Right? Like, those are bad. Why Tegan? Yeah, Tegan's fine. This question hurts my brain. Now, in the comments, what the fuck does it say? Is Uh, it just people being like, hey, there were none. Because I don't think anyone knew what the fuck was happening. Yeah, yeah. Can you just ask? Can you be like, "What, what the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking about? Unfortunately, I would love to, but someone got us banned on the sex subreddit, so we can't post in it. I believe that was you. Um, Tinder time? It is Tinder time. At the end of the episode, we like to hop onto online dating platforms such as Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, in an effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. I'm going to start with Miko. And okay. Miko has posted in the Reddit like Tinder page being like, why can't I get anybody? And his profile just says, adventure seeker, dog lover. I mean, yeah, like those are, unfortunately, when you have a profile like that, your pictures and your physical attractiveness is the deciding factor, right? So like, it doesn't really matter. Like if if people don't find you attractive, they're not going to swipe on you. If you look like fucking Zac Efron, I don't think you need a profile. You're fine. People are going to say yes to you regardless. But if you're going to, if you're going to give me two words that mean literally nothing. Yeah. Two very generic boring terms that are like done to death on fucking dating apps 
you're getting a, a zero from that at best, a zero, maybe a minus one, maybe a minus two. You know what I mean? Because you're like, someone's going to look at that and either have no reaction to it or be like, cool, boring and unoriginal. It's the same as not having one, in my opinion. If, if that's the effort you're going to put in, it might even be profile, worse, though. That's the thing. It's like, if that's how little effort you're going to put in, it might be like, ugh, really? I think they're equatable. I think like, meh. But again, it's like, I think it all comes down to your pictures. And if your pictures aren't good hey, or there's five pictures of him weirdly looking away from the camera every time. And one of which is posing in front of a car that he admits isn't even his. So they're not great. Yeah. So it's like there. There's your answer. Tighten it up. Get pictures that are candid. Get pictures with your friends. Get pictures that where you're actually like facing the camera and looking cute. Regardless of whether or not it is a universal definition of attractive, it needs to be your attractive. And it, it just seems like you beefed it and you're not really trying that hard. I bet you expected this to be very easy the way that most dudes think that online dating is going to go. You got to put in more effort. Yeah. And on top of that, fucking show your personality. Yeah. I'm going to give it a I, three. I'm giving it a two because I saved ones and zeros for yeah. the heinous shit. This is Sarah, aspiring writer, filmmaker, all around artist who loves to talk creative and dreams. I'm a nerd, love film and TV, love animals, riding horses is my sport. I like to go with the flow, but I've been busy getting freelance work, such working on my thesis and attempting to write. I'm looking for a connection, someone to have good conversations, watch movies with me, and have fun with. Kissy emoji. I can give it a seven. And it could be higher if they were specific in any instance. Yes. It's all very vague. I don't know what you write. I don't know anything other than you like, oh, I like movies. What movies? I write. What do you write? You know what I mean? The only specificity is like that you like to ride horses and that's personally a red flag. So, <laughs> yeah, if you said I love film and TV, I would like give me some of your favorite shows. We talk about it all the time. Just like dig into the details. Everyone yeah. loves film and TV. Yes. Everyone has a favorite movie. Everyone has TV shows that they watch. They, like try to come up with something a little more exciting than The Office or Friends. Or, yes, like, I think if you're like, oh, I love watching The Office. Like, OK, yeah, even if you're like, like, I love watching Breaking Bad. It's like, yeah, we know. Yeah, everyone does. But like, you know, I mean, like, give me something. If your show is The Office, try to find a fun spin on it. Be like, you know, I'm one of the million people who stream The Office in the background. Sure. Great. At least then you're I get that you're self-aware that mm -hmm. this is a cliche and, you know, you're playing within that space. That's enough for me. But yes, as Nile said, specificity. Devils are in the details. If you're going to list vague things, just give me like if you want to say music, give me your favorite album. Give me the song yeah. you're jamming to right now. What's on repeat? I don't care if it's fucking a Taylor Swift song. At least I know I just get a glimpse beyond the surface because saying mm -hmm. you love film and TV. Yeah, man, we all do. Well, like I will say, if you're like, I love The Office, I listen to Taylor Swift. You're giving me the impression that you're very basic. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, like, those are very standard things that like who doesn't well, like Taylor Swift or The Office, really? But it's still helpful to me. That's vital right? information. That, that's if, what I'm if saying. That's, if that's you, if you're all you watch is friends on repeat, all you listen to is Taylor Swift and like you writing Twilight fan fiction, like oh, then yeah. I, 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 know that. I know those things now yeah. as opposed to being like cool film and TV. Like, can we geek out about Lost or mm -hmm. is like, do you only quote the same six episodes of The Office that everyone else quotes? Mm -hmm. Or are you Let writing something really fucked up? Yeah. Is your favorite? Yeah. So I'm giving a seven. What are you giving? I'm giving it a seven with the potential of getting like higher. Oh, for or, sure. I think I if just, they had specifics, it'd be a nine. I just want specifics. This is nameless about me. He is a teacher, apparently about me. I want to make baby with strong bicep emoji women. 
I don't want a girl with a high body count. In addition, if you divorce me and take my money and kid, I will hunt you down like prey. I don't like sassy girls, but I do like intelligent ones. That means you should know your ABCs. I require back and foot massages daily, not to speak of cooked food. I will never hit you and will protect and provide for you, though we might live a life of poverty. What the fuck is all of that? I will never hit you, but if you divorce me, I will kill you. Also, you're going to take half my money, but I'm broke? Like, what's the... I don't... Also, is ABC slang for something? Or do you think that intelligence stops and ends at knowing the alphabet? Because that is an incredible bar to set for yourself, sir. It's all bad. It's so bad. Stating that you want to make babies, just like right off the bat. That's your opening line, my dude? Mm -hmm. Also, strong women, and you put the bicep. Are you being literal? Yeah. Like, like, you have to be like, your your fucking PR has to be like, whew. Nothing in this profile tells me that you want strong women. No, not at all. Right? Like, no strong woman would put up with any of this shit. Mm -hmm. In fact, I hope you find a strong woman so she can lift you up and, like, break your back. Like Bane and Batman. Yes. Like, I want you you to to hunt them down. Yeah, it's yeah, so fuck. You should just go to jail for saying that. To, to be fair, like I'm sure there is a crime there. Being like, I will, I'll kill you if yeah, you do a thing. I will kill you. Like that's <laughs> that's a also threat, like my dude. even if that wasn't there, him stating, "I will never hit you." Sounds like you will though. Like it, I don't have you to think say you that. You doth protest too much. Like I don't say that on anything. I've actually never said that to any woman because guess what? It is implied. It's like this, I saw thing. when I was if traveling I put in my. If I put in my profile, I won't kill you. Yeah. Hey, you know what every woman is going to assume that my number one desire is? Is murder. Well, that's the first thing. Like, when I'm out at night, if I'm, like, waiting at the bus stop and there's someone else there, man or woman or whatever, I always make sure to say, I'm not going to murder you tonight. Hey, don't worry about it. Tonight, you're safe. From me and my knife. <laughs> People uh, always feel so, sometimes I instill them with so much confidence, they walk home. Because they're like, I don't need to fear the night. This guy won't (laughs) kill me. That's why I'm running. Yeah. You said you were traveling. I cut you off. Oh, I was just saying, once I was traveling and there was a tattoo shop with like the entire front window was covered with letters and it said, we clean our needles. Or like, we use clean needles. And I was like, (laughs) I'm never going there now. Whenever someone states something that should be obviously implied because of the nature of society, like, it would be like walking into a restaurant that says, like, we wash our dishes. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. We cook our chicken all the way through. Why are you saying that? It's, yeah. Or you sit down, and you're like, I'm not going to run out in the bill. Yeah. I did have a dude the other day tell me, don't worry, I'll pay you. And then I, he ran out the I bill. fell for it. Yeah, he did not pay me. <laughs> I had a girl come into my work and say she forgot all her shit, and she did come back half an hour later and pay. So, hey, I'm glad. 50-50 chance, I guess. That's going to do it for this episode, friends. Actually, I I got one more. I'm going to hit you with one real quick. This is John, 41. He says, no single moms. If you were a catch, he wouldn't have left you and the kids behind. I feel like we've had something very similar to this. Also very bad. Terrible. Fuck you, John. This is why I hang on to my ones and zeros. It's for John. Now that's going to do it for this episode, friends. Thank you very much for hanging out with us and spending an hour of your time with us. It means the world to us. And we couldn't do it without you. Once again, we have a live show coming up October 26th at Black Sheep, 7 p.m. Tickets are $10 and available on the site or on Open Table. Also join our Patreon. It is a great way to support the show. 
and we would appreciate it greatly. You can head on over to patreon.com slash fbuddiespodcast or just go to our website, fbuddiespodcast.com, click the Patreon button or click the contact form and send us a question and we'll answer it as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. And importantly, if you're in the middle tier or higher on our Patreon, you will get an extra episode every month and access to our back catalog of extra episodes. And I believe we've done it for two years now. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. crazy. So, no, we just got an announcement in our email saying it's been two years on Patreon. All right. Let's uh, let's get into some bad sex, right? This is BZRK. We do do have to thank a boy. Mm, Thank you, Josh Eagle and Harvard Seas for their song, Paper Stars. All this right. is by BZR, it's BZRK, which I assume is Berserk, by Michael Grant. Sadie could be described as a series of averages that added up to something not even slightly average. She was of average height and average weight. She had a way of seeming far larger, though, when she was determined or angry. She was of average beauty, unless she was flirting or wanted to be noticed by a guy, and then, so very much not average. She had the ability to go from, yeah, she's kind of hot, to, oh my god, my heart just stopped, simply by deciding to turn it on. Like a switch, she could aim her brown eyes and her part her full lips. And yes, right then, she could cause heart attacks. And five minutes later, be just a good-looking but not particularly noticeable girl. At the moment, she was not in heart attack-causing mode, but she was getting to the point where she was starting to seem larger than she was. Intelligent, perceptive people knew this was dangerous. Tony was intelligent. She'd never have gone out with him otherwise, but he was not perceptive. Damn. She's about to eat you, Tony? She's about to have a heart attack. Imagine being smart, but being like, hmm, didn't notice that she's fucking doubling in size. <laughs> she cast an enlarged person on herself, and I didn't even fucking get it. Hell, yes. I wish women cast an enlarged person on themselves. Crush me, mommy. My name is Dave Miller. And I'm Niles Spain, And we've been your fuck buddies. 